Hello, this is Fight Back, a podcast by the Healthcare Consumer Rights Foundation. I'm Steve Poisner, healthcare consumer advocate, founder, and executive director. Our nonprofit's mission is to help you navigate the complex healthcare system and understand your legal rights, options, and opportunities when you encounter problems and obstacles. We want to empower you with the information you need to fight back and get the best possible care. Our special guests, experts in their field of healthcare and medicine, provide you with an informative, interesting, and life-changing education on a variety of healthcare topics important to you and your loved ones. In our new Fight Back mini-cast series, we take you through the highlights and great educational information from our most popular podcast topics in our very large library. Let's get started. The topic you know, today is on you know, oral health and the impact dentistry can have on your overall health. You know, a lot of people, when they think about the dentist, they, they think about you know, cavities and teeth cleanings, that kind of thing. But there's a much bigger connection, as I've, I've learned from you, between your oral health and your overall wellness. Uh, tell our listeners a little bit more about all that. Sure. It's, it's a huge subject uh, that because it's kind of new to, to the average person, uh, it's hard to introduce it all in one fell swoop. But I will say this, uh, many moons ago in 1980s, a small group of, of dentists and researchers began to look at how the oral cavity could honestly reflect what's going on in the rest of your body. And there are a lot of reasons why that hypothesis has been proven true. Uh, The tissue in your mouth, the gums, the cheeks, your tongue, the tissue there, the cells, they turn over so fast that they are reflective of your basically almost day-to-day nutritional status. And that's, that's, that's amazingly interesting. The other thing is saliva contains almost all the same proteins and antibodies and antigens and you know vac- all the things we hear about through covid uh, all those all those are in the saliva in different concentrations than in blood but it the saliva is a, actually a way to ref- to to measure the health status of the body as well so the tissues and the the saliva the liquids in your mouth are uh, are diagnostic and we have spent in dentistry the last 40 years 50 years actually being able to quantify those and perfect tests, test kits, uh, collection devices. You've prob- Some of you have actually had a COVID tests with your saliva or a, a scrape of the tissue inside your mouth. So that's just a, a glimpse into to a little history and how the future is really bright when it comes to uh, dentists, dental personnel, actually be able to tell you about your health. When you come to the dentist, you can tell you about your general health. My wife, Carol, who um, I think you might have met, but anyhow, she's given me permission to, to huh. mention her, some of her healthcare challenges um, on, on my podcast here. You know, we had her cardiac surgeon from UC San Diego on the podcast uh, a month or so ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Carol, about six months ago, had uh, her pulmonary valve, re- valve replaced really? for, for a second time. But I, I'll, I'll never forget the, one of the prep meetings for her surgery where the cardiac team was saying how important it was for her to have excellent oral health, uh, mm-hmm. no cavities, that kind of thing, because uh, some of the bacteria in your mouth can can cause problems in your cardiovascular system, especially when when, when they're you know putting in new valves, that kind of thing. What, what's your what's your experience in this whole area? 
Yes, since I was in dental school, we were told we need to give pre-medication with, at the time, amoxicillin or penicillin was the primary uh, antibiotic to be used. And there was, but nobody really, nobody really would say there was a connection. It was interesting. And it always piqued my interest. Well, I don't understand why are we giving antibiotics before dental cleanings for heart patients or heart attack patients? And, and I, I, it drove, actually drove me to do my postdoctoral fellowship in nutrition uh, when I went to Columbia. And I wanted to research the connection between heart disease and gum disease. And that was in 1981. And around that time, some more research started coming out about the connections. We know there was a correlation, but not so much a, co- a connection or a causative effect of oral bacteria causing heart issues. Uh, today, you find every, I don't know, every three, four, five years, there's a change in the recommendations between uh, whether a heart patient should have antibiotics or not, which always leads me to say I, I, that means I don't think anybody really knows for sure. But the, the theory and the, the medical legal uh, belief right now is that if you have a heart valve replacement, that you need to take antibiotics before your cleanings at least six months afterwards, some cardiologists feel differently. Um, and that is to reduce the, when, when you do get a cleaning, you, 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 some of the bacteria gets into your bloodstream. And it, it seems, for some reason, it kind of goes to uh, the heart valves in, in, some, in some patients. And uh, so that's, that's the connection. And uh, if you are at home, just keeping your mouth clean, if you don't do a good job, there's bacteria between your teeth. And the bacteria does the body has to mount a response to that bacteria, and you can get, like I say, for a layperson, thickened blood, for better better term. You're more white blood cells, and the, you're, they have to fight off the bacteria. It doesn't just go to your teeth or your gums. It has to get there. So it has to go through your heart, obviously, and it can do damage on the way. You know, one of the themes of our Fight Back podcast is to empower you know, consumers out there, our listeners, you know, with the information they need. And it sounds like you're saying, you know, uh, patients need to speak up, ask a lot of questions and, and shop around even. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's a, that's a good, a very good point. Um, as a consumer, as, as being a former uh, member of the state dental board, uh, that's what we, our hat, we wore that hat to try to look at over, uh, look out for the consumer, not the dentist, but the consumer. And it's told, and I, I feel the same way to this day. Uh, I, when I get a new patient, the goal is, hey, the patient's interviewing me. It's not just, it's not just me interviewing the patient. So, patients, your listeners, you don't need to sit there with a, an encyclopedia of questions. You know, obviously, you only have a certain amount of time to be with the dentist. But if if the dentist is looking elsewhere or trading stocks on on the on the handheld or or whatever else they're doing, if they're not looking you in the eye and talking to you. And, and listening to what you're saying, then, you know, then, yeah, maybe you need to find another place. And certainly do not generally don't just agree to go do dental work the same day. Uh, you want to make sure the office is is going to treat you properly. Many times that takes a nice initial initial appointment. Make sure they're doing a little cancer screening. Make sure they're bringing things up like apnea or anxiety, looking at your his health history, and then explaining things to you before they say, let's go do a couple fillings. So you, I would really hardly recommend people considering their first visit to the dentist, if they're not in pain, to be absolutely an educational experience for, for the patient and the doctor. And if you're not getting that, if you feel that 
they're selling you something. They want you to come back and do impressions for Invisalign and let's do these crowns and let's, let's get moving right away. Can we get you in next week? Then that's not a good sign. It's not a good sign. So I, I, I really recommend that first appointment be solely educational um, unless you're in pain and you need to have some services done to get you out of pain. So what's your advice then for listeners just in terms of, of uh, you know, keeping, you know, uh, their, their mouth healthy, oral hygiene, that kind of thing, and, and going back to the dentist now, you know, what's, what are some words of wisdom there? Well, I guess in dentistry, you know, we don't have the, the complexity of medicine, right? In medicine, if you want somebody to not to avoid uh, heart disease or diabetes or, or cancer, it, it's so there's so many variables involved in that. In dentistry, it's really pretty straightforward. And we say you only want to you only floss and brush the ones you want to keep. So basically, it's real simple. If you floss and brush every day properly and you go to your dentist uh, on a regular basis, let's say most patients go between four and six, every four and six months, depending upon their health or disease state, then you're going to be pretty much fine. It's kind of, it's kind of a, just over and over. You can repeat the same thing to patients. Uh, and, and so to me, that's very, it's, it's kind of nice because it's so, it's so simple and straightforward not, not, not discussing the, the 5 or 6% of patients who have an unusual reasons why they have problems. But if you do that, you're pretty much going to be healthy and you won't lose your teeth. And, well, and I, we, I guess it is nice. I mean, you're saying oral health is mainly primarily in, in our control. Yes. Yeah. It's, I mean, 90, I mean, at least 90%. If you floss and brush properly twice a day, the chance of you having dental disease is really minimal. And that's as simple as that. It gets there's you can, we can talk about all these other scientific issues and and there are all these nuances, of course. But nine out of ten people, you brush and floss, you're going to be fine. I want to thank you for listening to today's fight back minicast. You can listen to the full podcast on this topic or check out additional podcasts by going to our website at www.healthcareconsumerrights.org. We also welcome your input and stories that we can use on future podcasts. This is Steve Poisner, and this is Fight Back, a podcast by the Healthcare Consumer Rights Foundation. Thanks for listening. I look forward to our next podcast. Talk with you soon.